Hi, this is Stay, and I am your host, Takesha August. On this podcast, you'll hear conversations and content dedicated to trust, love, and honoring our intuition from birth to motherhood, from work to womanhood. Collectively, we will be cultivating peace, joy, confidence, and community, the foundational elements of thriving in a well-lived life, and sharing some laughter along the way. Here's to new patterns, healed hearts, and becoming the masters of our own self-preservation. You are invited to stay with your heart, with your body, and with me. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Stay. This episode is a little unique to the others so far because this one is being recorded on my 40th birthday and the one year anniversary of this podcast. So, so much to celebrate here. I'm so excited. And I thought this would be a really great opportunity to talk about the frequency of 40. So for a lot of people, turning 40 is like, oh my God, I'm so terrified or, oh my God, I'm getting so old. And I have to tell you, I love getting older. I tease um, my friends sometimes when I say I was never 29 years old. I was always almost 30. And the same holds true for 40. Although I was 39, I always held this excitement, this expectation of turning 40. Because what 40 means to me is I get to be a grown-ass woman. Seriously. When I was 20, 18, 16, 40 was hella old. (laughs) I mean, hello, raise your hand. When you thought about who was 40, our parents were probably 40, right? Actually, when I was in high school, my mom was, I think my mom was like 36 when I graduated from high school, 36 or 37. And that was like, oh, she's like really an adult. And I just expected that by the time I myself reached 40, that so many things would look different in my life, whether, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, But what I have to say holds true is that I am so grateful for every opportunity to learn, to grow, to heal, to overcome that I have experienced over the last 40 years. So when we think about the frequency of 40, it really depends on your relationship to aging to begin with. When I was a makeup artist, which I was one for almost 15 years, I used to do the faces of some incredibly beautiful women, many of which were in their more mature years. And if you looked at them, you would say, oh my God, no, she cannot be 70. No, she cannot be 60. No, she cannot be 50. And having that intimate uh, space between us with me literally in their face doing their makeup, I would ask the question, like, what is your secret? Not even about like, why are you so beautiful? But really, it was the vibrancy. For a lot of these women, the element of joy and peace and spaciousness would exude them. And I can almost guess before they even open their mouth what pieces of their secret was. It usually had something to do with boundaries. 
It usually had something to do with what kind of love they had in their life. So these women who were vibrant were not also the same women who weren't happy in their marriage or were like dating people who, you know, were, were taking from their, their vibrancy or their power source. These were women who said goodbye to things that weren't for them, had beautiful boundaries, prioritized rest. They talked about how much they love traveling and doing things that they enjoy with their bodies, with their time. They talked about having girlfriends. And so as I talked to so many of these women over the years, I filed all that information away. Like this is this is who I want to step into more and more. I want to prioritize my relationship with my girlfriends. I want to spend time being loved and loving fully in return, which that is still expanding in my life. And I want to spend my time and energy doing things that expand me and make me feel alive. So that included not wasting my time hustling, doing five different jobs that were paying absolutely nothing. Because at that time, I, uh, well, early on in that time, I was a makeup artist. I was a dog trainer. I was in grad school. I was, you know, writing freelance. I was doing so many different things. And as I gained that wisdom from all of these angel wisdom, these, these angels of wisdom that popped into my chair over years of doing events and shows and um, weddings, I did not take that time for granted. And I allowed that wisdom to seep into my life as much as I possibly could in those seasons. So for instance, I would let go of things that you know, we're really just like a waste of time. I, you know, like I said, I was, I was a dog trainer for a while and and people joke that I've, I've literally had just about every kind of job. Um, but they all had this purpose. They were all threading together one way or another. Um, and maybe I'll go into that at another time in another episode, but I really looked at who, who am I in relationship with? Um, I remember ending a romantic partnership years ago after I had sat with this woman for an hour and a half doing her makeup and she told me the story of her partnership with her partner and how that was not her her first husband or even her second husband. And this person was, was a man that she had reconnected with and it just made her feel vibrant and alive. And because of that relationship, she made even more um, beautiful decisions for her life. She started exercising more in her wisdom years. She started eating more healthily. She saw her, that her health was improving when she thought that it was failing years prior when she was in the wrong relationships. And I took inventory of the relationship that I was in at that time many years ago. And I was like, you know what? This, this isn't for me. This is not going to add to my vibrancy, my life force, my inspiration. This is not going to give me the kind of wrinkles that I am proud of, laugh lines and crow's feet that people try to fill with Botox, but are evidence of a life well-lived and joyful where you've laughed so much that your face stretches and moves and makes space for your joy. That was always this badge of honor for these women. They didn't pump their faces full of all this weirdness. They did not want me to just cover up their authentic beauty. They appreciated what had become of their face and their body because it was evidence of all these beautiful memories. Another thing that I 
am really grateful for over the last 40 years, well, actually specifically in the last 10 years, is or are all these opportunities to learn. So I spent the last 10 years, the last decade, um, investing in grad school and getting my master's degree and getting all these different certifications. That's when I became a certified yoga teacher and meditation teacher and a doula and um, so many other things. Ayurvedic count, like all the all the different certifications. In the last 10 years when I've gained all these many certifications, I think 15 at this point, and it wasn't even so much about the certifications. It was another opportunity to really tap into the things that I already knew were within me. So I already knew that I held these wisdom sources and this ancestral wisdom for healing and, and this affinity towards holding space for people. But I had to spend the last two years going through all these different certifications for people outside of me to affirm what was already in me just for me to get back to this moment right now where I say, you know, I really didn't need those, um, those books or the, that external validation, but I needed to come through that process just to understand that I didn't need it. Does that make sense? So it was really this circular, um, journey kind of like a, uh, you know, the hero's tale or like the alchemist where (laughs) your destination really is where you began. Like you've spent all this time seeking and seeking and seeking and you land right back where you started and that's where your treasure is. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to be reminded and to be um, more deeply connected with the source of who I am. Um, and throughout all of these teachings, I have gained an even more intimate relationship with the God of my understanding, which is a little different than the God of my youth, where I was kind of taught to be fearful and hesitant and shy and to make myself a little smaller and meek. And over the last 10 years, 10, 15 years, well, no, 10 years, I have really um, grown to love my God as this beloved friend and parent, mother, father, sister, everything that I need in, in the moments of my life that is at, that is able to hold space for and shape shift and fill in the spaces where I might feel fearful or hesitant or not confident. And I've been able to feel that presence beyond any other moment in my life. And so I'm so grateful for this time. And lastly, I'll say, because I want this episode to be short and sweet, um, as we think even more deeply about the frequency of not just turning 40, but the frequency of aging altogether. And a lot of times I found that people have a hard time growing older because they feel like they're running out of time or they're feeling regretful or um, angry at themselves for decisions that they made in the past. And I just want to tell you that the decisions that you made in the past, they may not have been the best you could do. I know sometimes people say, well, you know, that was the best you could do with what you knew at the time. Sometimes that's not true. I hate to burst your bubble. Sometimes we know better and we choose not to do better. However, those opportunities for reflecting on, man, I I really could have made a different choice. When you reach that place where you're like, you know what, I could have made a different choice. That is us seeing ourselves through the eyes of reparenting ourselves. And so when we can identify those moments, we can also identify 
the hurt that caused those decisions to have been made. And we can reach out energetically to that part of ourselves and choose healing for ourselves. And that is an empowering place to be in. And more and more, I see women who, re- who surrender their power of you know, how they're able to move forward, how they're able to step into alignment with their calling, with their parenting, with their businesses, with their jobs, with their careers, with their household, because something isn't right in their romantic partnerships or there's some kind of toxic element or abusive element or an element of misalignment and it makes them stuck. And what I can say, having been through that kind of experience for myself and having those moments where I was literally laying on the floor of my apartment, unable to move and imagine my life being bigger or better than it was at that moment, not because of the other person's hurt, but because of my own regret and my own disdain for myself. How could I allow myself to get here? How could I let this happen to me? How could I let this person enter my life? How could all these things that I allowed to get, get me stuck. And that cost me so many months and years of time trying to get back to a place where I could believe in myself again and trust myself again. Cause that's really what it is. Can I trust myself? We don't think a whole lot about what it looks like to lose trust in ourselves. And I'm so, so grateful that I've had that experience because I realize more and more now that it was not just for me. The number of women that I encounter that, that show up on my calendar for coaching that I interact with in the world, in the grocery store, in spaces that I hold who say that they are stuck I don't know what to do. I'm going through a separation or a divorce, or I have a partner who doesn't believe in me and I have all these big goals and dreams and I just don't know how to step into my own power because the heaviness of this other person's presence or the heaviness of this hurt and harm and lack of trust that I have for myself has created this barrier and this wall between my physical form and where I want to be in my life and in my business and in my career. And I'm so glad that I can tell them, sis, nobody can get you out of that but you. And you can absolutely move beyond this place feeling whole and healed and with the story of this experience that will thread itself through whatever you thought your purpose was up until this time, it will become enmeshed in the best way with what you are intended to do in this world, in this lifetime. So allow yourself to open up to that possibility and take one step at one time, one day after the other, Get yourself up out of that bed. And like my great-grandmother says, look up and live, honey. Look up and live. Because while other people can come into our lives and harm us, without sometimes without even, even having a second thought about it, they're not holding that weight or allowing their behavior towards or against us to get them stuck. But we have their behavior put our lives on pause And I want to give you permission today to choose not to be a victim 
of your poor choices, of someone else's poor choices, of your circumstance, of your status in life, of a diagnosis, of a lack of love or the wrong love in your life. You get to choose this day and the next day how you want to feel, what energy you want to step into in your life. Let it be weird. Like just sit still and imagine how you would love to feel, even if you felt that way in the past. Who do you envision yourself becoming? Allow the little girl in you to wake up and get really creative about the life that you are stitching together in partnership with the God of your own understanding. Because like I said, no one's going to do any of this for you, the good parts or the bad parts. But I guarantee you, if you choose to just show up and bring the energy with you that you want to carry into a room without feeling like you need to control other people's behavior, their outcomes, their choices, their decisions, what comes out of their mouth. And the more you get attuned to that reality, the less other people's stuff can impact you. And again, as always, I speak to you from my own experience and not from atop a mountain at all. I am still expanding and growing and hopefully walking into even more wisdom for this next decade before me. I'm so, y'all, I'm so excited because I can only imagine the heartbreak that might come in this next decade and how much what I've gained so far will support me in moving through that. Because we're not in this world or in this life for everything to just be perfect, for nothing to go wrong, for everything to be great, for you to always have all the money and for everyone to say what you want them to say and everyone to love you and everyone to want to be your friend and everyone to have your best interest in mind. No. All those experiences where that is the opposite help support you in those future experiences that are hurtful, harmful that feel like they might just take you out. But who you were coming out of that experience, that emergence of you birthing yourself into a new level of your life, that transition from one pain point to more aliveness, feeling and riding the wave of the contractions in your life, those spaces between those contractions, That's life. That's what you're actually living. There is no destination that we're all like marching towards where it's just going to be nothing, right? And also how boring would that be? And yes, we are all walking each other home, whatever that means, because it is guaranteed that we are not all going to, none of us are making it out of this lifetime alive. (laughs) As, As grim as that sounds, but it's real. And so if you remind yourself of that, You can also remind yourself that you don't have to wait for some other circumstance to be present in order for you to say yes to what what feels necessary in your heart and in your body right now. 
if it's showing up for you right now, that it feels like, oh, this is something that I need to do right now. I feel it in my spirit. I feel this instruction being given to me, but then your your stories and your trauma say, no, 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 we got to wait. We got to wait until this. We've got to wait for this person's approval, right? That's where we block our blessings. That's where we interrupt the frequency of expansion, of growth, of stepping into our wisdom in a new way. So be patient with yourself. Allow yourself to notice what's happening around you, what's happening within you. And remind yourself that you get to choose how you experience everything that's coming at you, that's beneath you, that's above you. You get to choose. And if it's been too long since you felt this connection to your own intuition, your own instinct, you're, you're feeling out of trust and out of alignment with where you are in your life, I want to invite you to partake in something that I just created for you. It's called Revival, and it was inspired by the memory of having grown up in the church and having those three, four, five-day-long church revivals where it just feels like it's so long, but yet the presence of something bigger, of God, of spirit, of ancestral wisdom, the impact of the bass and chorus of the music to just bring everything in you alive again. At the end of that time, if someone was making bad choices or they were feeling doubtful about their lives or they had lost hope, at the end of that revival experience, something in them sparked open and alive again and they had what they needed to move forward for just a little bit longer. And so I created this offering with that experience that lives in my bones, in mind. In it, you get um, a movement practice. It kind of weaves together my, um, my work with yoga and somatics and breath work and meditation You'll also get a playlist that is very adult woman, not for little ears friendly. This is a move your hips, twerk it down low, drop it down, move it, shake it playlist to just let you stop taking yourself so damn seriously. And there are five days worth of journal prompts that are available in the portal and you will receive them for five days in your email inbox just to make it easier for you. And the soul experience is absolutely free. I made it for you. It's my birthday. I love to give. And giving was the best gift I can give to myself. Because the world needs all of us alive. Alive to our truth. Alive to our heart. To our desires. To what God told you to do. Even when you decided you weren't sure who or what God was. That request is still present in your life. And you get to say yes, and you get to deny it, or you get to say no, but it's there. And with that comes an invitation to feel most aligned with who you truly are and who you're meant to be in this lifetime. 
So as always, it is my pleasure and my deepest honor to share in this forum with you. I love your support. Thank you so much for believing in me. Thank you so much for riding with me, even though some of these episodes were very inconsistent. And I'm not going to make any promises, just as I said last time. But it is my great intention in this next year, my, my year of 40, to be more consistent in this space. I've, I've gotten, I have some more um, support that is lined up. People who I'm so grateful have stepped forward and said that they believe in me and my vision. Um, and I'm just, I'm so grateful for these people because um, even when I don't have the means for their kind of support, these are brilliant people. They are still raising their hand to support me. And I know that that is my ancestors and my God and my angels working in my favor because what is in me is not for me. It is for maybe you or your sister or your mother or your daughter. But I would be doing whoever it is that I have been assigned to help support and guide through this journey a great disservice if I chose to keep it inside any longer. So I'm not going to take that offer of support for granted. I'm going to take them up on it. And in doing so, I will be able to be more consistent in this platform and in all my communications with you, where I'm not just behind the scenes serving my clients. I can also be out here sharing my wisdom with you for free, um, because I really love doing that so much. So I would be so grateful if you would share this podcast, share any episode that resonated with you up until this point with someone that you love and respect and honor. And I look forward to another year of doing this with you together, of growing together, of learning together, of stepping into our grownness together. And as always, I love you. Take care of yourself and take care of others. Hey, it's me again. And before I forget, I realized that I invited you to join in the revival experience, but I didn't tell you where to go. So if you head to my website, www.takeshaaugust.com forward slash revival, I'll also place the link here in the show notes. I would be so honored if you joined me in this, in this journey. And also you can find the link in my Instagram bio all the links are there. And if you totally forgot how to do any of that, you can shoot me an email. You can send me a DM. You can pop me a note on Facebook. You can send me a carrier pigeon. I can't guarantee that they're going to make it here or that I'll even know what they want. But there are so many ways to find me. And I just can't wait to share this with you. I hope you have the very best day. Take care.